0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of For the Good Podcast. And today we have Stiggy. Oh, thank you. Bella's going to be preaching today. Oh,
1: she, oh, here
0: we go. Here we go. Oh, she's curious.
1: I wonder if you can hear her little sniffs.
0: Yeah, her little piggies.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. This is my daughter. And No, you're too big. You can't get up here. Now my son wants to come up.
1: We got Dr. Doolittle in the house today.
0: Dr. Doolittle? Is that him? No. (laughs) Who's that? You've
1: never seen that movie? No. Honey. He's the guy that talks to animals. I'm pretty sure it's a Disney movie. And he figures out that he can talk to animals. Hmm, it's so funny i'm pretty sure there's multiple of them but that just reminded me of that because you had both of the dogs over there i thought
0: it was like a dog with pointy ears kind of like how buddy looks no no
1: it's uh who's the black actor that's in all the disney movies we just watched it in haunted mansion what's his name oh i forget his name
0: yeah i forget too hilarious
1: hilarious he's so funny um but yeah anyways welcome back
0: yeah (laughs) We're cooking here.
1: We're cooking. Okay. Yeah. We are cooking actually. The heat's blasting right now because yeah. it's been so cold.
0: Those are my dance moves you're going to yeah. see at the wedding. If you're on Spotify, Apple Music, you can't see it, but I'm cranking it down right
2: now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, down. That's going to be fun.
0: Yeah. We were at Trevor's wedding and I was throwing up my leg.
2: Yeah.
1: We I did was, a little.
0: We did like leg cake. kicks <laughs> and one, I'm not flexible at all. And two, <laughs> if I would have gone up anymore, I would have ripped my pants <laughs> Because I'm on a bulk right now and the pants that I bought.
1: They're a little snug.
0: They're a little snug around the hammy area. (laughs) So when I kick it up, I can start to feel it pull a little bit. (laughs) And I'm like, here we go.
1: You kicked and then you go, oh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was fun though. That was a fun wedding. If y'all are the ones that are on the dance floor, just getting down like i feel like that's what a wedding's for Dude, like at the, at the reception anyways yeah. you know mm-hmm. like it's all about the crazy dance moves i brought out the shopping cart you were like what are you doing
0: <laughs> yeah i was like here's my wife <laughs> with the shopping cart
1: <laughs> i'm gonna do that at our reception <laughs> like,
0: second nature <laughs> <laughs> love shopping she does
1: actually i don't shop i grocery shop grocery shop yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, what moves did I pull? Did you oh, do the oh, lawnmower? Oh, oh yeah, I did. I did the lawnmower. Yeah, I did the lawnmower. I did the weed whacker.
1: Yeah, yeah you started doing that, and I was like,
0: what? Yeah, I did the weed whacker. That must
1: be a Tennessee thing. We didn't do that in Ohio.
0: Yeah, well, it was me starting the weed whacker. Chop down the weeds. <laughs> it's all in one, one fit.
1: Yeah, one, you just go back and forth. Yeah, you just you go got to keep restarting it. Yeah, the weeds grow back fast. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, we Whack is from Walmart, so you got to restart that thing a lot. It's not from Home Depot.
1: <laughs> I got the cheapest one. Yeah. I don't know where we just went with that. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Is this even a Christian podcast anymore? Is this just a <laughs> comedy podcast?
1: Honestly, I, let us know if you like it when we just like ramble at the beginning because this is just our personalities. I think yeah. it's funny. I think we're really funny.
0: Yeah definitely
1: asher's way funnier than me but like i think we're I, both definitely well it's funny because i'm like a miniature version of him yeah
0: i may yeah yeah people will meet michelle and they're like oh my gosh you're so funny You're like you should meet my husband yeah
1: it's like yeah well, that's, what that's what you're gonna say yeah
0: they come over and they're just like in tears
1: yeah i remember i saw this video and this couple that was talking and the guy was like Uh, My wife acts exactly like me now because they spent so much time together. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, oh, I don't like that. Like, why is he saying that? That's like kind of, you know, throwing away her personality kind of thing. Like he's basically saying like the only reason she's funny is because she acts like me. And... I never truly understood it until we both moved to the same area and we hang out all the time because now I act just like Asher. Like, he'll say certain things. Like, when something's going sideways, he goes, oh, here we go. Instead of, like, saying, like, oh, this sucks or whatever. So, like, every time something's gone wrong, like, when I'm alone, I say, here we go. Like, all the time. I even do it when you're around. But, like, I just pick up your lingo and, like, just act the way that you do. Yeah. So... I'm just a mirror.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what my what my deal is. But even when I was living in Houston with all of my friends, um, or with like my roommates and stuff, I would have like a word of the week, and they'd make fun of me for it. But it's like some goofy term that I just made up. I was like that as a kid too. I don't know Can why. Can you give
1: us an example?
0: No, I can't oh, okay. because I never remember them. Oh, that's the crazy thing. Huh? I never remember them, and then my friends or my family. In that season I have a word. Uh-huh. They bring it up to me. Uh-huh. Weeks later, months later, when I'm in a different season. Yeah. And I'm like, Yeah, I did you say that. Don't know why I started that. Huh. And I just forget about it.
1: Interesting.
0: hmm Like the here we go thing, that's gonna be gone by the time we're married, probably.
1: It's not gonna be for it's, me.
0: Not for you. For yeah. me. I'll have something else.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure, honey, I'm pretty sure you've said that our whole relationship. I have, but I don't keep stuff forever. Okay. You're going to keep me forever.
0: Yeah. Holy moly, I am. Freaking rocket over here.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, honey.
0: Shoot. Goodness.
1: Getting steamy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, getting steamy over here.
1: Did you just yawn? No. Okay. Your eyes look watery
0: yeah because i'm in awe
1: what here we go yeah so now that we started off this podcast happy mm-hmm. giggling we're going to talk about something really serious <laughs> <laughs> switch in the mood sorry yeah but this, well, well us here, sitting here is just a great example yeah, of finding it, joy exactly in little things.
0: i was gonna say that and also on that point majority of people who probably clicked on this video are going through something similar. Yeah, well, so we gave you a good laugh, Yeah. We and gave now you, we're going to
1: preach to you. Yeah,
0: we gave you a good laugh, now buckle in, because, you know, here we go, we're going to get cooking here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so today, obviously, by the title you guys can tell, we're going to talk about difficult times, mm-hmm. being a believer, and how we keep faith through it, and how we just always stay focused on what God is calling us to do, and not get distracted by all of the negative things going on around us. Mm-hmm. We can talk a little bit about like why we want to talk about this topic. So Mm -hmm. like kind of what we're going through. I made a comment a couple episodes ago that Asher and I have a lot of noise going on around us. So we'll just we'll kind of explain Mm -hmm. what's going on. Not going too far into detail, but we'll just give you the Spark Note version.
0: Yeah, we like to be vulnerable with everyone. I don't know. Some people are like, oh, I like to keep my my life private and whatnot. But it's in my head. I'm like, well, if people can learn from it. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what this whole thing's about like mm-hmm. as followers of Christ exactly. aren't we trying to grow with each other exactly It would be a burden to other brothers and sisters if we keep what we're struggling with in yeah and not explaining it to our community. Yeah, that's the way and we look at it. I think it's kind of selfish. Now obviously if you know if it's something like I don't know, you and your wife haven't had sex in six months and it's hard to talk about that on the internet. I understand. And I also... (laughs) That's that's a little different. Right. But... That might
1: be something that they share later on. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Not when you're in the middle of it. Yeah. But this thing that Asher and I are going through is something that we're in the middle of. Mm -hmm. And we will be in the middle of for a while. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to go ahead and talk about it. And I think I just met some girls for brunch and I opened up about what we were going through. And turns out one of the girls went through something similar Mm -hmm. and... It was just really good to know that like I wasn't alone and that Mm -hmm. I wasn't the only one like dealing with it. Not saying like it's an us thing, right? Because we're getting married, so we share issues Mm -hmm. that's going on in each other's lives. Obviously, unfortunately, most of it comes from me, Uh, like my side of the everything, my family, and just everything that's going on. Unfortunately, Asher is now in the middle of it because. We're getting married mm-hmm. and we're a team so it's something that we're dealing with together
0: mm-hmm well I'm gonna let you tell everything honey oh, okay. I, don't, I don't know what you do or don't want to have said yeah so why don't you give the spark note version okay yeah. honey yeah you beautiful beautiful sexy honey
1: Wow <laughs> thanks honey yeah yeah so I won't go too far into detail um, but basically a lot of changes are going on with my family and the structure of my family. My parents are splitting up and it just happens to be right around the time Asher and I are celebrating getting married, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. They were together my whole life. So it's kind of just like this was thrown at me at an, an older age. And I don't know if that's good or bad thing, right? I, I've been thinking about that. Like, what if this would have happened back in the day? Like, I wonder how I'd feel about it or... If it would have been different, but everything's in God's hands. So I'm not going to sit here and question anything as to the timing and um, all of that. But that's going on in my life and just relationships are changing. It's it's really weird now. Relationships that used to be really strong and close are no longer that way because of the situation and the behavior That's been associated with what's going on. So that's all I'll say. But amongst all of that going on, Asher and I have dealt with financial issues um, recently. And we just have a very large credit card bill that Mm -hmm. we did not think we were going to have. But Mm -hmm. some decisions were changed. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're no longer getting help. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we've just had a, a large bill now placed in front of us that uh, we are working through paying and trying to stay focused on getting married and celebrating it and just celebrating all of the things that God is blessing us with in this season. Although we, we might be not having a lot of money right now.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. You want to elaborate or? No, that was, that was basically good. that. Yeah, yeah. That, was,
0: that was a good. So in essence, like all problems that happen in life, you don't predict a problem before it happens. Right. Then it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. A problem is something that happens unexpectedly yeah. in a time in which you're not prepared for. Right. And that's what we're going through right now. Yeah. And... You know, I, well, when we were prepared, actually, this was yesterday, I was thinking, I was like, well, why, like, why do, why do we have problems? Why do we go through the struggle? But then it's like, maybe you should rephrase the question to be, or not even rephrase the question, just have a statement, Mm -hmm. just rephrase the whole statement, question, whatever, to being like, well, doesn't that just show that I'm actually a follower of Jesus and Mm -hmm. that I made in the image of God? Mm-hmm. because he is the comforter mm-hmm. so it's like I don't know I was thinking about it, I'm like that kind of just almost um like makes me have more faith mm-hmm. when I go through storms and trials because it's like that's when you know that God's gonna fulfill his promise right because <laughs> like if you focus on the thing that God promises then you're not really going to be focused on the situation at hand. Right. And that's what I've been focusing on with our situation a lot Mm -hmm. is I'm not really focusing on the problem with our credit card bill or who can come to the wedding or who can't now. I'm focusing on, okay, well, what does God promise? Mm -hmm. He promises he's always going to be there for us. Mm -hmm. He promises that, you know, he's going to turn everything to his good. Right. Um, He told, he promises that he's always going to love us regardless of what we go through or what we do right and it feels like if we focus on that more than the situation at hand we're going to have a lot more joy right because if we focus on the situation at hand it's going to be a lot of what ifs Mm -hmm. and when we first got put in the situation we had that yeah we we had a bunch of what ifs yeah well what if we just didn't sign those papers what if we just would have eloped yeah And it's like, that doesn't help us. Right. But if we focus on what God promises us, then we're not going to be stuck in this situation that we're in and be like, sucks for us, man. Right. And we're not discounting that you're not going to go through these storms and you're going to feel like crap. Yeah. We're not discounting that at all. (laughs) Like,
1: Boy, have I felt like crap.
0: Yeah. We're not saying that you should like... I guess like ignore the emotions you're feeling because mm-hmm. emotions are very normal mm-hmm. and it's very it's a human instinct to have those emotions. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying is that like you going through the storm or the the tribulation, mm-hmm. you should have faith because Jesus, maybe not all the times, but a lot of times, he'll lead you into these situations. Right. And a big reason is because he is testing your faith. Yeah. You know, I actually have a verse for.
1: There we go. Yeah. While you find that verse, yeah. our pastor last Sunday talked about this. Um, it was very fitting for a friend that we had go to church with us right. that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was basically saying like, I'm not discounting what you guys are going through and, I'm not going to just use the James verse, count it all joy, you know, because it does suck. But he made a really good point and he said, acknowledge what's going on. Like, don't just ignore it. Because I think a lot of times people's first instinct is focus on the good, like don't focus on the bad. But it's like, well, you have to at least like acknowledge that you're going through something, acknowledge the pain, acknowledge the tough feelings that you're having in this situation. Don't dwell on it. Um, don't let the enemy have an upper hand on it to the point where it makes you angry, but just acknowledge that you're having those feelings.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Preach to me, honey.
0: Okay. So first, first, I want to say, this is just a very encouraging verse. Um, and this is something we talked about yesterday, honey, actually in Matthew five, starting in verse four, it says, God blesses those who mourn for they will be comforted. Mm -hmm. Jesus is saying, God is going to bless you when you're sad and when you grieve about stuff, yeah. when you go through hard stuff, he's going to bless you. Yeah. So it's almost like a reassuring thing where it's like, when I go through this hard stuff, Jesus said, not not discounting like what Paul says isn't true because it is, but this is Jesus saying, mm-hmm. God's going to bless you.
1: Mm-hmm. God's yeah, going to
0: bless you. I'm going to bless you.
2: <laughs>
1: right. It also, You also have to focus on like it may not be a blessing that you want. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it could be we're not saying like, you know, embrace the trial that you're going through because that means that you're going to get a huge paycheck when you're out of it or you're going to find someone to spend the rest of your life with after this trial. Like, that's not what we're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, He could bless you in a way that you never expected to be blessed or you never knew you needed to be blessed in that way.
0: Yeah. This this is what I wanted to say, because I said that earlier in this podcast that once you follow Jesus you're going to be in storms but the promise is is he is always going to be with you Mm -hmm. and Jesus and his disciples actually represent this very very well Mm -hmm. okay so while Jesus is starting his ministry tells a bunch of people come and follow me Mm -hmm. some obey some say let me go bury my father first or let me go do this first and then I'll come they miss out yeah. Sucks. Yeah. They missed out. Yeah. All right. Man, one, I, man, Jesus was on this earth and he said, come follow me. Shoot. Sorry, honey. Peace. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Love you and see you later. Okay. So this is what's really cool. Okay. So this is Matthew 8, starting at verse 23. Then Jesus got into the boat and started across the lake with his disciples. Suddenly, a fierce storm struck the lake with waves breaking into the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up, shouting, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Jesus responded, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Then he got up, rebuked the wind and waves, and suddenly there was a great calm. The disciples were amazed. Who is this man? They asked. Even the winds and waves obey him. Mm Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. The storm didn't happen until they started obeying Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's when they got put in the storm. Yeah. There wasn't a storm before they were were following Jesus. Mm -hmm. Not saying that people don't get in tribulations and storms before they follow Jesus. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But... When you do follow Jesus and you're in the storm, the promise is that he's with you in that storm. So yeah. you should be leaning on him. And Jesus was literally saying, why do you have so little faith when you're in a storm? Yeah. I'm in the boat with you. Right. That's the crazy thing. Right. Is not, not only. And he
1: wasn't like he, he's all knowing. Yeah. He knew the storm was going to come. Yeah. He wasn't up top saying it's okay, everybody. Yeah. Like it's okay. Yeah. No, he wanted them to actively have faith.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they
1: did it. They went and woke him up.
0: Yeah. And another reason why I love this, these like seven verses so much is because whether you're in the storm or not in the storm, Jesus is still in the boat with you. Mm -hmm. He's not farther or closer to you, whether you're in a great season of life or in a terrible season of life. Right. He may speak to you more in certain seasons that are more important. Yeah. But when it comes to like closeness.
2: Yeah.
0: He's always that close to you. However... It's how you are faithful to him because mm-hmm. you can be the one drawing farther from God.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: God doesn't draw farther from you. No. If anything, he's drawing nearer to you. Yeah. It's up to you to have more faith to draw nearer to him mm-hmm. to hear from him more, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I just really, really like that, how it represents storms in our lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or in our life because, again... When we see a storm Mm
2: -hmm.
0: we're like do you see what's happening like can you see i'm getting wrecked Mm -hmm. like this storm may kill me yeah and jesus says i'm gonna calm the storm bro yeah chill yeah (laughs) like literally chill out like it's all right yeah and you know it was really fitting for our season that we're in honey right now because we have a pretty big storm yeah but it feels like we are leaning on god now yeah more than ever yeah and it's kept us at peace yeah during it which is really cool yeah you know in my entrepreneurship career when I got saved and stuff like that you know you, you know you go through a bunch of storms and you're like oh man I don't know why I'm going through this stuff like that and you may never figure it out but then sometimes you do figure it out
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you remember when we were starting to date honey mm-hmm. and i was going i'm like i'm getting wrecked right now mm-hmm. like i have taxes like this i have mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. and i had like two thousand dollars to my name mm-hmm. and then on top of that i had like fifteen hundred dollars worth of rent coming up mm-hmm. and it's like i mean yeah i have faith but like i don't have a money tree you yeah, know yeah. so
1: and we had talked about getting married yeah yeah so you knew that you were gonna buy a ring
0: yeah and I was like dang how like you know and then and then it makes you do the whole what if mm-hmm. well, what if I just change my content or what if I just wait to buy the ring mm-hmm. or what if I just buy a cheaper ring mm-hmm. I don't really know if the ring matters but you know <laughs> it does what what if I wait what if you know you, you play a bunch of, you play a bunch of what ifs, mm-hmm. but man, him teaching me all of that in that season, mm-hmm. just completely like took the whole, like you're focusing on money and you're not focusing on me, dude. Yeah. What the heck are you? Obviously you're stressed Yeah, because you're making money, this thing that you worship. Yeah. So obviously when you do that, yeah. you're going to be freaking out. And so when we got hit with this. It's like, what what, this is what I'm trying to say. This is what's been really cool. I was hit with the financial stuff the last, I would say these, like, December wasn't that much, Mm -hmm. but November in the past, like, five months, Mm -hmm. it was, like, month after month, like, I'm getting wrecked. Mm -hmm. Like, I was going through savings. I was like, I don't know what's going on. This girl's going to leave me because I'm broke, all this stuff. Right. But him delivering me through all of that, like money situation Mm -hmm. made us handle this situation this much more Mm -hmm. because now this is like another like what if. Mm -hmm. Right. But what if I didn't handle that? Well, imagine what would have happened in our relationship if we didn't handle the money situation like we did right now. Yeah. You know, if he didn't put me through those storms because he knew this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. So if he didn't put me through that for us to handle it the way we are, it may have completely wrecked our relationship.
2: Yeah.
0: It wasn't fun going from month to month being like, dang, you know, Ian, you may have to spot me. Mm -hmm. Like I felt like a loser Mm -hmm. asking my roommate, like, dude, like, are you having a good month? Like I may have to like pay you back or, you know, like that sucked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I felt like a freaking loser. I was working, I thought, Mm -hmm. and you know, just the, Money just wasn't coming. Mm-hmm. But now I look back on it and it's like, dang, I'm glad he did that because now all of my money's not mine. Mm-hmm. I used to think of it as, okay, 10% of it's yours. The rest of it's mine. Mm-hmm. But now it's all of it's yours. 10% is going to here. Usually the church. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I give it to people at gas stations or whatever. And then it's like the rest of the 90% besides bills. Okay, now what do you want me to do with it?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes he'll tell me to save it. Sometimes he'll say, go buy Michelle Starbucks, which is really cool when he says that because it'll be like, go buy her this and this. And then you're like, I was having a terrible day. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Especially I feeling.
1: especially when we weren't in the same area. You would send me money and you would say, go get coffee. And Uh, I was like, one of the days I had thought about going to get Starbucks because when I was in Ohio, I worked in the office and I would go on my lunch break sometimes, which was very dangerous because I spent money that I didn't need to spend. But there was one day where I was like, I want it. But I was like, I don't want to spend the money on it. Yeah. And I was literally leaving the Walmart parking lot to go back over to my office. And Asher sent me money and was like, go get Starbucks. Yeah. And I
0: was like, what? And you know what's crazy? You read
1: my mind.
0: (laughs) You know what's crazy? When I would send you those drinks and that money and stuff Uh like that, I didn't want to do it at all. Yeah. But God's like, do it. Yeah. Because I'm doing something that you have no idea. Yeah. What, how it's going to help in the future. Yeah. Even though a Starbucks drink is six bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's $6, which can definitely help someone.
1: Yeah. It's like the other day I was having a bad day Yeah, and Asher ran to the store for me and came back with flowers and chocolate, which like, it's something little, right? Like it doesn't need to be some elaborate thing. Like Asher doesn't go all out and say, get dressed up. Let's go to a steak dinner. And like, like just that little small act of kindness. I was like, I needed that. Like, I had been super upset, just very anxious lately, and I told Asher that I was feeling that, and then when he went to the store, he was like, "Okay, how can I make her day better?" Like mm-hmm. something really small, you know? Yeah. I don't know how we got on that topic, but
0: Yeah, and it's 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 a small, it's a small act of kindness, and when I was going through the financial hardships at that time, In my head still, I was like, well, I may need the $6 in the future. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't know is it was like the more money I gave to you, even though love my life, I would do anything for her. Mm -hmm. There was still a part of me that I didn't know where I was like, I still kind of just had the love for money Mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. And now again, we're getting to the point we're at now. If I still had a love for money, honey, it would be shattering our relationship Mm -hmm. straight up Mm -hmm. because I I would be working more. Mm -hmm. I would be stressed out. Who knows if I would take it out on our relationship or something else, right? I mean, men can do a lot of crazy things when they're under really stressful times, whether they get angry, whether they cheat. You know, I don't think I would do any of those things, but you never know. Mm -hmm. So now I look back on the situation. I'm like. It happened yesterday. Some guy said no to me.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, That said
0: he was going to sign up with me. Yeah. And big, big deal. I'll just say that. It was a big deal that I was about to go through, and he said no. Mm -hmm. In the past, I used Mm -hmm. to handle it out of, oh, this, this, this. I I would be pity about it. Yeah. And I texted Michelle, and I was like, yeah, he said no. And I was like, but you know what's different about this time? Is instead of me getting angry, I I actually thanked God for Mm -hmm. it. And again... I know it's hard, but in difficult situations, how hard would it be for us to be like, I know this is really hard right now, but Mm -hmm. thank you for giving me this challenge. Exactly. Because I know it's going to be better in the
1: future. Exactly. One thing that I've tried to do is like, thank you for trusting me Mm -hmm. with this challenge Mm -hmm. because you know that. Like the only way that I can respond is by relying on you.
0: Yeah, you just read this, honey, because you're in Isaiah, aren't you?
1: Mm-hmm. I just finished it.
0: So here's the thing. Isaiah 43, starting at verse two, it says, When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you, for I am the Lord your God. Mm-hmm. Again, reassurance Mm -hmm. of you going through the trials and the stuff that sucks. Maybe it was God. Maybe it wasn't. However, he is with you. And I just read this again in Matthew. And this is something that Michelle and I was talking about yesterday. The reason why I say like, God can put you into something that you don't like. I mean, if you look at Matthew four, starting at verse one, it says, then Jesus was led by the spirit Into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. The spirit did this so Jesus can grow his character. Mm -hmm. In the same way, God's going to put us in a wilderness state for us to grow our character. If you think about it like this, don't you think it would be kind of ridiculous without practice? LeBron James didn't get to the NBA without hours of practice. Yeah. You and I aren't going to have a healthy relationship unless we go through trials in our relationship. Yeah. You're not going to be able to have a bunch of kids and be a very good mom if our one-year-old doesn't scream in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't want it to happen. Probably will, though. Right. I'm not going to be able to handle all of our children and support our family if God doesn't put me through a bunch of crap in mm-hmm. my business that I don't want to go through. Because if I if I wouldn't go through any of that, then when that does happen in the future, again, it may completely ruin the family unit.
1: Yeah. It's, it's something that's inevitable as a follower of Jesus. And I think a lot of times people, worldly people, will say, like, I don't know. It just seems like Christians just go through a lot of things. And the difference is we know that we're not in charge, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're not a follower of Jesus, then you're doing everything self-willed. And if something goes wrong, you are responsible for what happened, right? But us as believers, we know that we're not in control. Like, Now, God's going to tell us how to approach the situation, right? Like, with everything that happened, my initial reaction wasn't, I can't believe this is happening. Like, and just, like, going off on the person that did this, right? Mm -hmm. It it was, okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, leave it be. Because us going through this before we're even married Mm -hmm. is going to grow us yeah we've been asher and i have literally prayed every single night prepare us for marriage prepare us for marriage prepare us for marriage yeah and we're literally sitting in a season that is preparing us for marriage we're two and a half months away from our wedding and we're two
0: and a half months away from our wedding and we have a credit card bill that would make all of y'all's jaws drop i'm just gonna be honest yeah and it makes my jaw drop yeah and we're not stressed about it which is great
2: yeah I, w- yeah. I
0: mean, I wish I could lie to you guys and say, like, I'm extremely stressed and like uh, you pray for me stuff. Like- Prayers are more than accepted. Yeah. Right. And Michelle and I got to a point where it's like we're living in an answered prayer. Yeah. Not the way we want it. Right. You know, we wish the whole like God refine us make us the woman and man we're supposed to be. Was and the just husband giving and us
1: verses. Yeah. Was
0: just giving us verses and maybe a book.
1: Yeah. We wish. Yeah.
0: However, God's like, nope.
1: That's not enough. Nope. That's not going to do it. Yeah. If I read about it, that's not going to yeah, do it. Yeah. I'm a college
0: dropout. I don't remember anything.
1: <laughs> no, but I do, I do really want to stress the fact that like, it is inevitable. Yeah. Right. Because I think a lot of times, and I've made a video about this separately, about how people are like, following Jesus, like... All my, all my worries are going to go away or like, well, he does want us to cast our worries on him. So that's a true statement. But like the trials that we're going through, like it doesn't mean that they're not going to happen. Yeah. Right. Like James one, two through three. Let's go ahead and read it.
0: Yeah. That's a good verse. honey.
1: It says, dear brothers and sisters, when... Mm -hmm. troubles of any kind come your way consider an opportunity for great joy for you know that when your faith is tested your endurance has a chance to grow so this was the first i was talking about earlier where it was like when someone's going through something we're just like count it all joy okay Yeah, yeah yes yeah count it all joy because we're we are getting a chance to grow yeah a lot of times the first step is Realizing what's happening and acknowledging it and not ignoring it and not suppressing it and not trying to minimize it, but yeah. like just really, okay, yeah, this is happening. This sucks. Yeah. Now, how can I be grateful, right? We have a chance to grow. Asher and I having a financial bill that we were not expecting to happen is making us handle our money in a way that is going to help us in the future, mm-hmm. right? Asher and I have luckily never had an issue where it's been like, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, my first year of a full job was paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. So me not having any money is not new. Yeah. And us going through those things is going to make us that much more grateful when we have more little tiny humans that we're in charge of. Right. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. how are we supposed to have faith when it's just the two of us, when there's more, more children that we are in charge of? And we're also going through something, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like focusing on like, if you and I can do this alone in this early season of marriage before we're married, and then it'll be at, we'll still be dealing with this after we're married, um, at least within a year of Mm -hmm. being married. But if we can go through this right now, like how much more will we be able to go through in the future Mm -hmm. when we have children?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And on that point, imagine, imagine how our kids would be raised if we were stressed out around them
2: mm-hmm.
0: because i'll be the first to say it when my family was stressed about money and my mom would be freaking out my whole family would freak out
1: mm-hmm.
0: i would be freaking out mm-hmm. my brother would be my brother didn't really care my my sister would be freaking out but yeah. like it's 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 contagious
1: exactly anything's can anger is contagious yeah. worries contagious yeah
0: and us, I have a verse for it. I'm getting to my point. Us, us being, this will all make sense. Trust me. I trust you. The build up. <laughs> like us being comfortable in this uncomfortable situation is going to help us make other people comfortable because we've been through it. Yeah. Okay. Here's the verse.
1: <laughs> Let me hear it.
0: Okay. Uh, This is Second Corinthians 1 starting at verse 4. It says, he comforts us in all our troubles. So that we can comfort others. Mm-hmm. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. For, for the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with his comfort through Christ. Even when we are weighed down with troubles, it is for your comfort and salvation. For when we ourselves are comforted, we will certainly comfort you. Mm-hmm. then you can patiently endure the same things we suffer. So again, us going through this, we're able to comfort someone that may be going through it in the future in the same way the girl you were talking about, she comforted you mm-hmm. through this mm-hmm. at whatever. That probably sucked for.
2: Her. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like going going through that with her family and whatnot. Yeah. And I bet at the time, she probably wasn't thinking, dang, this is going to comfort someone in the future. Exactly. You know, she yeah. probably wasn't thinking. Yeah.
1: That. Yeah.
0: But it was necessary.
1: Yeah. It's just it's a way for us to grow in in that area. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that's really shifted my mind. Because aside from this, like I've I've dealt with things. And before this alone, mm-hmm. like before you and I yeah. uh, were together and it's just like, OK, this sucks,
0: dude. Yeah. How
1: can I get through this and grow from it? And now I'm able to give advice to girls that have been through things that I've been through. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like that's we talked about that way in the beginning when we started filming together. And I made a comment and said like things that we go through are difficult, but like you could help someone in the future. And that's ex- yeah. so true.
0: Yeah. I uh, It's funny you said that, honey, because... Remember a couple of days ago when I was like, I was talking to my dad. I was talking to him about like our situation. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, I know, I'm sorry. I'm putting you through this, this and that and this and that because you like felt bad. Yeah. But, you know, something that happened that night as I was driving home, I was like, this is so cool because finally I don't have to do it by myself. Yeah. Like not only like was God always with me. But Mm -hmm. also it's like, finally, I'm going through a financial hardship with the love of my life. And it's not like by myself. I don't care if it's from your family or whatever. Right. I don't care. Right. You know, there's going to be another financial hardship that we go through in the future. I'm sure of it. Mm -hmm. I'm just glad I don't have to do it alone this time. So it's like in little moments like that, it's like, well, I'm definitely thankful that I'm not getting shafted by myself, yeah. that I actually had the love of my life right next to right?
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that's why, like, everything that's happening, I feel like it's all in God's timing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this absolutely sucks, mm-hmm. but the timing of it's amazing because, number one, like, with everything happening with, like, my, my family just shifting and my parents splitting up, like, Asher's already dealt with that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: um so now I'm able to lean on him for comfort um because he's experienced it and he acknowledges the pain that I feel and he's like yeah it sucks
2: yeah
1: um don't like discount your feelings what yeah. you're going through like I felt that it's it's weird there's a lot of changes that are going on and yeah. and
0: that's again in in Matthew that's what it means when it says God blesses those who mourn yeah over the sucky situations right grieve over it yeah you know I I, Jesus wept. Yeah, when when my when my parents separated, I remember I was on the couch and my mom was like, "Yeah, so we're getting divorced." And I was like, "What?" She told me that and I just I I lost it. And this was literally the day before I left for Houston. Mm. And I was like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like my whole life's about to change and y'all are getting split up. Um, and I, I, I lost it. But it was important that I grieved over that relationship being broken mm-hmm. because it could have turned into something else. And God blessed me with lots of things from it. Probably mm-hmm. I didn't want them to get separated. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's okay to grieve over sucky situations, whether it's, you know, maybe your grandfather died or, you know, grandmother or. Maybe your wife died. I don't know.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm saying.
0: Please grieve over it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm saying acknowledge it. Yeah. Right. mm -hmm. Like it's not, it's not, the Bible doesn't tell us to suppress everything.
0: It It just says to
1: focus on God. Right. And like to give him your worries. Yeah. But like he knows we're human. Yeah. He knows that we're, he knows what we're feeling. He knows what we're thinking. He knows that it's difficult for us. Mm -hmm. He's not saying like, well, you shouldn't be upset.
0: Yeah. Cry to God. I mean, shoot. Read the book of Psalm. David crying in every verse yeah yeah. (laughs) shoot
1: so i do i do also want to want to focus on this too because i think this is just something that's really comforting so i i know a lot of times people will talk about like they know someone that has a like physical issue right they have something physically wrong with them and and a lot of people will comfort them and say well you know you're let's say they're paralyzed okay one day you're going to be restored and you're going to be perfect in in heaven, right? Yeah. You're no longer going to be paralyzed yeah. or someone that can't see. You're not going to be blind anymore. Like he's going to heal your eyes. Everyone's going to be perfect in heaven, right? So aside from feeling those things and acknowledging those things and acknowledging like what we're going through and the trials that we're facing here on earth like it is good to focus on the fact that one day everything's going to be restored Mm -hmm. right so the trials that we face here on earth is only going to last for a little while so i want to read first peter 1 7 it says these trials will show that your faith is genuine it is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold, so when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Wow. That's a good one right there. That's really good. So like when he comes back, here I am. I'm here to grab all my people. Everything that you're going through, gone. Yeah. Gone. Like if he were to come back right now, that credit card bill that we have, gone. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. And then it's like, why are we worried in the first place?
1: Exactly. The, the, the parent's situation, like he's going to grab who's saved mm-hmm. and gone. Mm-hmm. Problem gone. Yeah. And we all get to rejoice in heaven with him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, first, acknowledge what you're going through, mm-hmm. right? Don't discount it. Like yeah. we said many times already. But then focus on like what's coming yeah. right all of the stuff that we're going through absolutely sucks yeah but like i just said if jesus comes back right now yeah. all those problems gone yeah
0: mm-hmm. right yeah i think it's also one of those things too where it's um where it's like if you can't change situation and
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's no point to worry about it we can't press zero on our credit card bill
1: right <laughs> or i can't just come up with the funds yeah and just-
0: yeah Pay it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. That's also kind of, that's also kind of where my head's been at with it as mm-hmm. well. He's like, well, we can't change the situation. Right. So we're just going to have to deal with it. hmm And very thankful that I'm not doing it by myself. Yeah. Pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. Not going to lie.
1: I also want to mention something else. Hold on. Let me find the words. So I think a lot of times when people are going through things, we could have a totally different attitude about this, right? Mm-hmm. We could let all of our feelings it's the situation bubble up inside or let us be really frustrated all the time I know I said I've been anxious lately and that's just something that I've been dealing with with the Lord it's just like get rid of it's crazy because Asher came over the other day and I was like I've just been really anxious today and if you've been listening to our podcast I've kind of mentioned this in another episode but like part of my testimony is I literally put myself in the hospital having a panic attack because I thought I was going to die. And I almost had a panic attack on my walk the other day. And I was like, this hasn't happened in like, I think the last one wasn't last summer, but it was the summer before that. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, eight months after I gave my life to Jesus. And I had a panic attack at work. And I was like, this hasn't happened in so long. And I was like, I was on a, on a streak of Mm -hmm. like not feeling anxious. Like I just acknowledged it. And it's, it's crazy because Asher was like, what are you anxious about? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I can't pinpoint this is something like, obviously I'm anxious about the situation that we're going through, but it's, that wasn't on my mind when I was having a panic attack. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So like, I've been thinking about the things that we're going through, but like, on the walk, it wasn't like in my head. I was like, this, this sucks. Like I wasn't like negative about it. It was just like, it came up out of nowhere. So anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, so if you look at, at your trials as a huge issue and something that like you feel like God is at fault for and that he sucks for putting you through this, right? You're letting anger consume you. And you're giving the enemy an upper hand on your life. Mm. Um, so I'm going to read uh, Ephesians 4, 27. Okay, so this is the part that everyone kind of takes out of context. Because the verse before that, at 26, it says, And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. 27 says, For anger gives a foothold to the devil. So Asher and I could easily sit here and, number one, be mad at the person who put us in this situation. Mm-hmm that sounds bad. I'm not trying to put all blame on them. I'm just saying like, it sucks. Right. Like I'm not, we could have gotten really angry and like blown up Mm -hmm. at them and we didn't. Oh yeah. And we also didn't get angry at each other. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't get angry at me and say like, why did this happen? This sucks. I didn't get angry at you. There was no anger associated with the problem. Mm -hmm. It was just like, this sucks. Yeah. Right. Like we didn't, we didn't let the enemy in by saying, yeah, exactly. I'm angry. We didn't get into a fight. In fact, right after it happened, we had a conversation about it and it was like, this sucks. But like it brought us together. Yeah. It wasn't like we didn't separate, like you didn't go home and we didn't like, didn't speak or like anything like that. We were like, this sucks. And we're going to deal with this problem together. Yeah. Like we got it and like us going through this i i mentioned this if you're if you're in my for the girls chat on instagram um i mentioned this a little bit not really like about the situation that we're going through just like the waiting season for the girls that are in there um on my instagram but going through this trial with asher has really just solidified the fact that the Lord put us together Mm -hmm. and that this is my husband Mm -hmm. because he has been so calm through this whole situation. And it just gives a testimony to how he's going to be in the future. Mm -hmm. If something happens, like he's just going to be like, okay, Mm -hmm. like we're going to deal with it. Like Mm -hmm. we're a team, right? Like we're just, we're going to figure this out together. Mm -hmm. And it was just really comforting because we're literally about to get married. And I'm like, thank you, Lord, literally. Mm-hmm. So that that's another thing is like count it all joy. Like this trial sucks, but I'm so thankful for you mm-hmm. and just having you by my side through it all.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point, honey. Because, um, I mean, we we can play out the situation for you guys real quick if anger would have entered the chat. All yeah. right. Yeah. Anger enters, enters the chat. I get mad at her family. Blah, 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 blah. Their family hates me now. Okay? That split us apart. Having said that, Michelle's like, why'd you do that?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm over here like, I'm angry. Mm -hmm. Now I'm angry at her because she was like, why are you gonna, you should be taking my side. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Right? When Mm -hmm. there are no sides. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) And then I
0: get angry at Michelle. And then before you know it, we have problems before our marriage, mm-hmm. and that's what that verse is saying. Mm-hmm. Where if you let anger in, mm-hmm. that's when the devil gets a foothold. Mm-hmm. Because all the devil wants yep. is for people to be split apart. Yep. And usually, yep. when it comes to problems, yep. anger comes in mm-hmm. by you pointing f- fingers at other people. Yeah. And then you pointing fingers at other people. That's when relationships shatter. Get shattered. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that could have happened with us. Yeah. It really could have. Yeah. In the same way. Again when I was going through my financial struggles and stuff like that and you know, I had unexpected bills that came up or people didn't pay me money or whatever. Mm-hmm. I could have gotten angry, pointed fingers, this and that, this and that. That wouldn't have helped my character mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. That would have made me look even worse. Mm-hmm. That would have that wouldn't have pleased Jesus at all that wouldn't have pleased God. Yeah. So that's a really good verse, honey. I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So now that we've acknowledged all of this and that we're in a situation that sucks, how do we get through it? Mm -hmm. Like, how do we, how do we handle it? So like we've mentioned a couple things, right? Focusing on the future, eternity, and not getting angry and just counting it as a chance to grow in your character. Um, Another thing that's really helpful is, this is probably going to be a no-brainer for a lot of people, but praying through it Mm -hmm. um, continuously. And I want to add a disclaimer. By praying to get out of the situation or to make the situation better or change in any way, God does not owe us that exact answered prayer. Yeah. Yeah. And this is something that was really hard for me to understand early in my walk because, you know, I grew up in church. I heard all about how Jesus can get you out of bad situations and and save you from whatever you're dealing with. And I remember I went to a woman's Bible study at my church and one of the girls was talking about something that she was going through and it was really, really hard. Hmm. And she started crying And she said at the end of it, you know, it always takes me back to the song by Mercy Me called Even If. Mm. Because God does not owe us an answered prayer in the way that we want it answered. Mm -hmm. Asher and I can sit here and say, we want this bill gone. We want it to disappear. Okay. Even if he doesn't answer it in that way. God is still good. Mm-hmm. God still loves us. He's still there for us. He's still going to be there for us. Mm-hmm. And if you have not listened to that song, please go listen to it, especially if you're in a dark season right now because it just it gives so much light to the fact that like as believers, we don't believe in God only when he's good to us. Mm-hmm. We believe in God on the mountaintop and in the valley, mm-hmm. even if the situation is bad. Yeah, the situation's bad, right? It sucks. However, God is still good and God is still faithful. And we are going to deal with the situation one way or another, whether he helps us through it in a financial way or if we just end up gradually paying it off, like with just how much money we make monthly, then that's what we're going to do right? It's not something that he is obligated to answer in the way that I want it answered. So I just encourage you guys to go listen to that song because it is so powerful and it has so much meaning.
0: Yeah. One thing I wanted to add on that was not only praying through the situation um, will help, but also prayer is a way of you being comforted by the Holy Spirit. And again, in these terrible terrible situations that we go through in life that we don't want to be a part of a lot of time god just wants you to rely on him yeah. and be comforted by him yeah you know i kind of sometimes wonder what jesus would have done in the boat i wonder if what he wanted his disciples were do, to do was why aren't y'all just praying for comfort mm-hmm. and it's already going to be yeah you know yeah actually hebrews just came into my into my head i was in the book of psalms and now he Lord said, flip the hebrews hold on i think it's go ahead honey
1: we can also bring up the story of job like mm-hmm. i wonder what would have happened if he didn't have faith in god and at the end of the chapter god's like hello were you here when i created the earth like yeah do you know how powerful i am mm-hmm. job went through so many trials Mm-hmm. And every all of his friends were like, you're not faithful to God. That's why th- your life sucks. Yeah. And he's like, no, I am. Yeah. Like the people that aren't faithful aren't the only ones that go through trials. Yeah. The, the righteous and the ones that are faithful and the ones that are after God's own heart are still going through trials. Yeah. Like there's no requirements for trials. You mm-hmm. are a believer in Jesus. You're going to go through trials. Yeah. You go through trials if you're not a believer in Jesus. Yeah. Right? It's just, we're way more comforted.
0: Yeah. We're way more comforted and we know his promises and we know what's already finished. Yeah. This is what, now, like, now, now I know why the Lord told me to flip to this. So this is Hebrews 11. It says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for it is the evidence of things we cannot see. Mm-hmm. This this is what brings me back to the boat story at the beginning mm-hmm. of the podcast is it's like, I wonder if Jesus was wondering to his disciples when he said, like, you have little faith. He was mm-hmm. like, haven't I already shown you all enough evidence of what I can do? Right. Why don't y'all just pray mm-hmm. and then it's going to go away? Mm-hmm. And even if it doesn't go away,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's God's will be done.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: That's That's because... What they didn't what the disciples didn't have in the boat was comfort. Yeah. That's what they didn't have. Yeah. They had fear, anxiety, yeah. stress. Yeah. Because they were they were like, we're gonna die. We're yeah. in this little boat. Yeah. And this again, this is what I'm thinking. It's like you have little faith. If you yeah. were praying right. and you went to the comforter, yeah. none of this would bother you. So that's why I say when you're going through stuff. In prayer, it's it's important to pray through the the situations Mm -hmm. because you're going to be comforted. And also, for me, I'm not going to lie, I don't have Bible for it. Sorry, I guarantee you it's in there. But when I'm praying through certain situations, God will kind of change up my prayers as the situation continues to go. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so true. Oh, that's so true. So
0: through our situation, it may have started, what the heck? Yeah. Please give us this money. Yeah. Now it's, thanks for trusting us with this bill. Yeah. Yeah. Like something crazy is going to happen. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Thank you for giving me my best friend at this time. Yeah. You know, like so much stuff has
2: happened.
1: Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. Can I give it another example? Of course. Go Um, ahead this just makes me think back to my parents. So like I figured out that they were like filing for divorce and like signing papers right before I moved to Texas. And when I first moved here, every time Asher and I would pray together, I'd be like, please just like restore that marriage. Like Brandon, like just came out with the song kids. yeah. And in the middle of it, he says like, we've seen marriages restored. Yeah. And it's like, That was my prayer. It Mm -hmm. was like, please restore, please restore, please restore. As it got further along and I realized how bad it actually was, my prayer changed from please restore this to if you want them to be together, you'll restore it. If not, it is what it is. And then a lot of things cleared up as to why they were getting a divorce.
2: Yeah,
1: It was literally right after I prayed that because I've already talked to you about this. Yeah, And it was after I gave it up and said, please restore it. Even if you don't, mm-hmm. I know that this is in your best interest. Yeah. And then I found out way more stuff and it just made sense that yeah. they were. So it's, yeah, my because, prayers changed because yeah. I gave it up.
0: Yeah. Because you want to know what changed mm-hmm. instead of my will be done, it changed to exactly. your will be done. Exactly. And that's usually what happens when we pray about certain situations yeah. through the valleys. It's change this, change this, change Bro, it's selfish. Yeah. It's so selfish because you you're God, still can,
1: you're asking God to yeah. uh, uh, answer your will.
0: Yeah. Now, can God give you a thousand dollars like that? Of Absolutely. course, He can. Can God restore a marriage? Absolutely. Of course, He can. But if you continue to pray, do this, do this, do this, and think of it as a slot machine, mm-hmm. your heart's going to be hardened. Exactly. And then when He doesn't answer it, you're going to be like, "What the heck?"
1: One question you could ask in prayer is, "What are you trying to teach me?" Yeah. Why am I going through this? What am I learning through this? Because I guarantee he'll answer that.
0: Yeah. I don't want to say that's a dangerous prayer. Yeah. But he's going to answer that. Yeah. Real quick. Oh, yeah. And shoot, that's a big prayer that we pray.
2: Yeah.
0: Is what are you showing us? Mm -hmm. And he, yeah, he'll tell us what we're going through. Mm
1: -hmm. So, yeah, we just wanted to give you guys some encouragement. Because we're going through a lot right now, and this was just timely that we talk about how God can still be faithful through tough situations. So we just pray that it helps you. Mm -hmm. And if you know a friend that's going through something, please share this episode with them because I hope it helps.
0: Yeah. And we love all of you very much um for joining the family. Yeah, we're just we're just thankful for where God is really taking us. We're just listening to God about where he wants us to go with this obeying who we're supposed to have on it. Mm-hmm. Um and we're having we're having fun doing it. I mean, we're having to we're having to lean on him more than anyone else. Yeah. So, we're we're having fun. Um we are beyond thankful that it's ministering to a lot of you guys. Mm-hmm. And We don't make money from this. Yeah. Um, for y'all that have donated um with Venmo and stuff, we thank you guys so much. We don't usually ask for money, but it's there in case you do want to donate. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for this episode. We love you guys so much. See y'all next week on the tripod.